forever. Dog. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Tell them what I told you earlier. You did. Well, uh, not that part. <laughs> Tell them about the, um, what I said about John Luke. Ugh, you little bitch. What did you say? I'm just trying to get him to talk. Like, certain, certain, like, tones, when I ask him certain, like, question-y tones, he will talk. Birdie, do you want to watch Rachel? Oh, <laughs> Wow. He's, he's immediately not, like, no. Yeah. He's not happy. Bertie, right do you now. like when I do this? <gasps> no. <laughs> That's wow. a clear no. Do we need to let you but, go? Or are you guys okay? Look, parenting is what it, you know. <laughs> the other day, I literally was like, <laughs> I, I am okay. I was on the couch with Biscuit because Biscuit is going nuts lately. Biscuit, he's normally like just cuddle cat. He, all he wants to do is have attention and get cuddled. Lately, he, he wants to play constantly because i got him this toy that i made out of a twist a twist like a twist tie cats love trash anyway he's like obsessed with it and he wants to play all the time and like i was trying to play animal crossing (laughs) and he kept bothering me (laughs) and i i honestly thought like in my head the thought occurred to me like oh man i just i really need help you know like how do (laughs) How do people raise cats alone without help? <laughs> like, what? Just have, just have a kid. <laughs> it's time. Like, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, how do people do this without help? And I'm like, also alone. I don't understand. That's what I was. Lighting that, here. That's what I was on last year. Jose left for like a a month. Yeah, and, and you I was were with alone with cats. both cats, and you were and like, I was this like, is too much. I'm. <laughs> this is my life now. <laughs> it's supposed to be I'm easy. I almost I got a cat last with, year. To the, you, you almost? Did? Almost, yeah. What happened? Uh, I found out my my landlord does not allow animals. Your landlord's going to start allowing a lot more stuff, such as squatters, soon. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Might have to have a change of heart. How about I pay rent and I get whatever I want? <laughs> yeah, how about um, <laughs> how about I bring a dog in here and you don't say shit? How's that sound? Yeah. Oh, Cats yeah. Are not I, also, I also have the knife when I say that. <laughs> you got <laughs> the like, knife. Show us the how knife. About, how about... I bring a dog wow. into the apartment. Wow, Doye, that is a crazy knife. It's a scary We're knife. We're synced. I have it's, a knife that's like claw, but it's a similar like a, setup. Yeah, this one's like two knives. Two Go. knives. Yo. Like, All I got is tape. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Those things kind of go together. It's invisible sometimes. I have a rope. <laughs> I can. F- we can be a team. Yeah. I'm going to go. be the one who let's shows up with, with tape and you guys are like, ugh, okay. And I'm like, I've got sanitizer. Um, that looks like just doye. water. That looks like Space Jam sanitizer. Well, I keep thinking that and I'm like, I would just love a refreshing. Oh, no, I do it. Okay. Uh, so we are here with Yadoya Travis. Hello. Of the Dark Tank podcast. Formerly. And uh, formerly Dark Tank podcast. What's. What's on the horizon for Dark Tank? Are we going to be a show yet? Um. Well, I had a live show it's, planned for tomorrow, and now it's uh, <laughs> you know. This is the perfect time. I'm not gonna. I should not say this because it'll stress you out. But this is the perfect time to make Dark Tank the show because you don't. You could shoot it. This is this is a show you could shoot remotely. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. You're not. You're not wrong. And I. I think the second I cancel the second i stopped doing it i was like i really want to be doing a podcast right now it's kind of very it's like very bad timing and i'm just alone in my apartment for a month well trust me i've got plans for you on the horizon because more than a month do you know robert dean uh i do know robert dean so he's playing animal crossing as well okay (laughs) and he built a stage oh no on his island (laughs) No, Robert. <laughs> Plus, honestly, we we need to get Robert Dean on here to defend himself because I, <laughs> I can't I can't talk about Robert. some of the shit that Robert Dean did on his Animal Crossing island. But <laughs> but so many comedians are on Animal Crossing. I want to have a show, and uh, if he told me exactly how to do it, <laughs> so I've got a plan. Oh. Oh, to do an Animal Crossing you know, show. You, you know what you can do? Uh, you know they have the voice chat app on Nintendo? They have the voice chat. Yeah. But... the Switch have it? Uh, it's, yeah. It's a, it's, a Nintendo, it's a Nintendo app for the phone. Like, it's you can get it on iPhone and Android. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it might be a little bit easier to do uh, Discord chats. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody has the Nintendo app and Discord is more accessible because we could have like a VIP. Okay, this is, I'm, this is all like, (laughs) I don't need to be discussing the technical technical aspects. You give me a call after. I'll give you a call after. But this was, because Doye and I have been talking about doing a show um, during Mm -hmm. this time and having a live show. So, uh, what kind of show? Like a comedy show. Oh, okay. You know. Glad I asked. <laughs> Ronica's like, you're not funny, so what? So, like, what could you possibly do, be doing? <laughs> like, what is so your So, what talent? is it about? Um, It's about history. Yeah. I'm panicking. Oh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about tapes. Different kinds of tapes. I don't know. It's about um, tape and knives. Tapes, knives. My friend Cliff wanted to have a knife podcast. And this was like a year ago. And um, now it's like, oh, there's definitely like sw- seven or eight knife podcasts. <laughs> there's so many podcasts. Yeah. About like, there's like a lot of, he found this like sub sub subsect of podcasting about like home improvement that's just about landscape design. <laughs> there's like three. <laughs> All right. How long I have a lot of caffeine in me. Nice. I have, I have none. I had a carrot juice. 
Carrot juice and ginger. Huh? Yeah. Trying to get healthy. Carotene in you. Carotene. Beta carotene. Keratin. Somebody told me once that you can only digest carotene at night. And it made me, it made me so that I can only eat and drink carrots at night. Does that mean like only while you're asleep or only when the sun is down? Well, as I remember it, it's only when the sun is down. What? What? Right. I know that makes no sense. So it has to be when you're asleep. Um, I heard my phone is on airplane mode. So maybe Brett can Google this. (laughs) It's really important. If you can only go. It's like, can you only absorb beta carotene at night? I don't, I feel like that's got to be a lie. This is a waste of breath. I know, but (laughs) this will determine my relationship with carrots for the rest of time. So in a way. Because if that's true, I've been doing a lot of morning carrots. Yeah. And I got to, I got to revise my lifestyle then. Right. It's true. But like I feel, I feel the results of the carrot, like having them in me. You know? But maybe this other ingredients. Are you what, just having What carrots? kind of results? What are these results that you feel? I mean, I feel like energetic. I feel like I'm like I have vegetables in me. You know, I feel like like <laughs> the I know that feeling. Like there's fiber. You know, I have the results of the search. Okay. Beta uh, carotene Im- improves night vision, uh, but can be absorbed in the body at any time, uh, not just at night. Yeah, because that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be that insane. sounds insane. Yeah. Thank God, it... honestly, because this—I feel like a weight has <laughs> been lifted. How long did I you go such... thinking that? My my problems are so stupid. <laughs> how how my long? My problems are always dumb. How long did you think that before you brought it up to people? Years, years, <laughs> and you've never asked Not anyone. Kidding. You've never Years asked for Years in a row. I've never been sitting at a computer and thought, and, and had this be the forefront of my head, like my mind. It's only now. So we like really legitimately right now solve this problem that I've had for years where I have, <laughs> I have multiple bags of carrots <laughs> in my fridge. And when I open the fridge, I look at them and I go, nah, because the day the sun's still out. Is your phone always on airplane mode? No. Alice. I know. Alice, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm really stupid. Um, but that's part of the fun, right? Yeah, this is why I don't smoke pot, because I'm already like this. I feel like it might <sighs> help. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it just gets like it compounds the problem. It makes it so much worse. Like, it's fun for other people to observe, but it's not fun for me. Right, right, right. right. Um, not at all. So, how is the weather where you are, Doye? Um, we're in California. It's hot as fuck. Um, it's like, it's not bad, but it's colder than I feel like it should be in April. It's like 47, 50 degrees. All right. That sounds nice because you're all holed up, all cozy with your little hat on. No, nah, that's like that's like the oh. the temperature where you don't know where to set the AC at. Yeah. I, I feel where like, are you? I'm in uh, Brooklyn. 
Bushwick specifically. Are you? Oh, your your window must face that billboard of my face. That's where I jam. Um, the bill the window is right here. So I don't know if you can see. The apartment is. Of an arm. Well, the apartment is cheaper because of that billboard. It's too close. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know we don't it's get much. We don't get much sunlight. It's just uh, it's just Amazon Prime it's advertising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I'm like I begged Amazon to do a billboard for my special, and they were like, well, "I don't think so." J just how about a Jim Gaffigan billboard? And I was like, "Do you see how that doesn't help me?" <laughs> like, we can and then they just put one facing only Yadoye's apartment. It's not. It's not even so much facing my apartment as it is like plastered on the window. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he's already a friend of mine. Like he's watched it. Yeah, so so he'll definitely watch the special, right? <laughs> he also <He'll>... hasn't. <laughs> like, so no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So the well, billboard is ineffective. As yeah, fuck. And they were right. You know what? They said like we don't know if billboards are really that effective and I was like I think it will be and they're they're just proving my point. Their point. So Yeah, it's um, kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's making you not want to watch it. Totally um, agree. So, Doye, we watched an episode of Star Trek. Have you been watching Star Trek since the last time we recorded with you? I have absolutely not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I um, okay. yeah. I watched I watched that one episode, and it. I don't I don't know. I think I just saw I saw I saw too many weird racial parallels in that first episode that I. I just di I didn't keep up. I didn't right. follow through. Okay. But okay. I did watch this episode. Understandable. So I have Understandable. a I have a huge gap in my Star Trek knowledge save those two episodes. Oh my god, there were so many weird racial <laughs> racial parallels Wait, in the I'm trying to figure out which one you did. Let me see. I did a uh, data lore. Mm, you get yeah. two datas. Yeah. It's so weird. I got, I got two datas. So weird. Yeah. A fistful of datas. A fistful of datas. And you know what? I, <laughs> I, I have been watching Community, and this felt a lot like an episode of Community. Really? So. Yeah. I haven't watched weird. Community yet. Um, you haven't watched Community? No, I was thinking of doing it. Oh, you're so... Yeah, watch yeah, it. You should definitely I like watch it. it. You should definitely watch so, it. So, okay. Dan Harmon mm -hmm. watched, this, watched Star Trek a lot, I think, because Rick and Morty is like heavily influenced yeah by then like back to the future yeah and um it and makes a lot Donald of sense Glover's character is obsessed with with lavar burton yeah and also the uh what is it the um, the dreamatorium or whatever or whatever in uh community it's the same pattern as the holodeck oh yeah yeah okay that's yeah. amazing i forgot about that oh, yeah God. maybe it's time for a rewatch I think it it's, might be time for a rewatch. The last time I watched Community, I thought I couldn't eat carrots at night, so. Wow. Everything's changed. <laughs> the world is your oyster now. Or I thought I couldn't eat carrots during the day. Oh, my God. I'm going to go grab some carrots. Um, Get so some carrots. Live, live your this, life, you know? This episode is, is nigh on three seasons later since you watched that other episode. So Can you hear you me? Notice, Can you I hear me if it's... I do this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. Oh, 
Oh, bye. bye. <laughs> Please stay. <laughs> uh, have you noticed any improvements in the show, like production-wise or script or anything? Um, I thought it was a. Uh, it felt like more like a show than the first episode. I feel like is it supposed to get a lot better as we go on? Because this is what like yeah, this, this it is does like get five better. I mean, they get seasons in, right? Yeah, they get a well, it's six season six. They get yeah. a better budget. Um, and you know, film far, quality yeah. improves, and like the they used to improve. have front zippers, and they all look like uh, I don't know, babies Pajamas. or promoters, <laughs> and then <laughs> you say promoters, promoters like <laughs> brand ambassadors. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> I don't know why, but like they're selling perfume. This is the truth. Yeah, like flat belly tea. Like uh, there's like Le- European brand ambassadors. Like uh, like they're selling like protein powder. Like yeah, new, or new, diamond new, diamond like cream, Nugenics, whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, diamond cream. Um, why do we have? Ah, why is there? Cream. Why is there a protein powder called Nugenics? Why is nobody red flagging that? I know, right? It's like, so crazy. What? That is, but it's like it's, the evil plan is described in the title. Yeah, it's like <laughs> exactly eugenics, but new, <laughs> hidden, hidden in plain sight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody's gonna notice that we're pure evil, um, Alice. Because you're in the hallway, I keep feeling like someone's gonna try to walk to an elevator and gonna be like, "Excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me." You're gonna be like, excuse "Oh me. yeah, yeah." I'm really like, like I'm just like this. <laughs> like I'll be like this, and then I'll be like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. I'm like really nervous <laughs> about the perspective you guys are at. Like, there's so much room behind you. Mm-hmm. I'm just got my yeah, friend right up. here. Got my friend right here keeping watch. You guys are so vulnerable. This, this <laughs> is the difference between LA and New York. Please. This is my LA apartment. It's true. Yeah, I'll show you guys. I'll put I'll put my LA apartment up. That's my. This is. I mean, now I'll turn off my virtual background oh, wow. so that you know this is where I'm at. Yeah, I've just been doing some cleaning. <laughs> some moving yeah. in. You live Calabasas. <laughs> um. Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like right now I look like a uh, like a Vietnam vet who has PTSD and has to have his wife stand behind him. <laughs> 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 I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. Alice's face is like I am with him. I support him. Yeah, Martha. She ha- but she has to stay perfectly still to not scare you. Yeah, Martha. Martha, get my knife. Mm. <laughs> That's what she says. That's all she's allowed to say. Yeah. She's, mm. <laughs> she's, that's just the, that's just the life seeping out of her. Just mm, mm, mm. I hate this because it's me. <laughs> 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 this is so stupid. Okay. I love it. I love it because it's you. <laughs> I hate it because it's me. We um. So, tell us. Tell us. So you didn't like you didn't like Star Trek anymore. Um. And 
is it better now? Was it less racial? Less I, racial. I would say. <laughs> why, hey, Doye, why is everything so racial with you? No. <laughs> um, do you want to start Does another? Have to be about race. You want to start another like, podcast? <laughs> did you start chilling, or are you still? At have the you same chilled place? out? Uh, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I've just kind of forgotten about it. I finally just let it go. You know, I just, um, you know, I just took, I just took some of my friends' advice. <laughs> I just took the advice of those guys, those people from uh, Providence at one time, and I just got yeah. over it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I finally said to myself, you know, it was, it was like, what, a, what, like 50 years ago? <laughs> like, it's not a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Finally. It feels good so good to, like, Aren't get you it off my chest. It feels great to get yeah. it off my chest, finally. You know, like, those people can't be held responsible for what their children are doing. Right. Right, you get it now. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Oh my god, it's over. (laughs) It's done. Can you imagine to be like, yeah, I finally let it go. It's over. Yeah, don't worry about it anymore. Honestly, like, oh my god, what a good, what a good feeling that would be. I always, I know. I always look at like people like Ben Carson, and I'm like, he must feel so good, you know, so chill. Yeah, so relaxed, Comfy. not thinking about any of the ramifications. It's like <sighs> Phyllis Schlafly. It's like what? Sorry, okay. I was the, just the way you're staring off, off to, into the distance. I feel like you're not talking about what we're talking about. <laughs> um, there's <laughs> who knew Hulu show whatever, but I was thinking about it because I I. I do need to let certain causes go. Okay. Because I'm white. Yeah. And so I'm a guy. Like, I'm not just a white lady. I'm like a white lady who's also a guy, sort of, because like I have the ego and testosterone of a man. So I have Uh to be careful because like certain causes do not need me to be the ambassador. And I forget because I feel a sense of justice and. Um, I feel a sense of responsibility to like speak up. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's good to speak up for other people who aren't in the room. But then sometimes it's like, you do not need to be the person to say this at this time. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's for me, it's like, oh, you know. And so I, the last four years have been a journey of like, what should I do need to let go of because of like, it's not helping. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a goof. What have you concluded? Like what? What are the things? It's it's case by case. Like case by case basis. Like um, I cannot like I have to analyze whether or not it's about protecting like the greater good or it's about protecting my ego in every case. That's a good thing to ask yourself about. It's really important for me. Being outspoken with (laughs) anything. Dire. (laughs) I feel that. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's in, but that's, that's not just a, a, like a, I wouldn't say that's like an every person thing. I, I, I mean, specifically for me, I think that's what I, cause like I'm an only child. And so I often tell people with only children, like, Make sure they they play with other kids their age and that they like 
don't, you don't always like set your, like, just because you have time to explain to your only child, like why things need to be the way they are. doesn't mean you always should because like my mom was an activist and so for my whole childhood, like it would be like conversations about justice and about, you know, gender equality, race equality, um, you know, environment, like all this. And it would just be like everything would be framed with the lens of like justice so that I grew up with this sense of like, like I had to arbitrate, like be the arbiter of what was right and wrong because like my mom made me aware of those things in a way that was like personal to me, you know, which was good. But mm-hmm. like at the same time, I never got the experience of like when you're playing with your brothers and sisters and you're like, that's not fair. And you realize, oh, you can either have it be fair and be alone or you can have it. You can just let it go and keep playing. Like I never got to have that experience, you know. Right. I always got to like work oh, everything yeah. out okay. and like litigate everything. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. It reflects in your personality and now and then. Totally. And it ties back to this little kid playing alone with his dad. Mm-hmm. With you, oh, you were also a single child? Oh, no, I was going to say it ties back to this kid playing alone with his dad in the holodeck. Uh, smooth transition to Star Trek. Alexander. I love I love that our guests always have to panic transition to Star Trek. <laughs> yes, the one who's like I just didn't want it to sound we, like we, I we. hadn't seen the episode and we got off. <laughs> Believe me, it's like n- nigh on <laughs> almost half the episodes our guests are like, are we gonna talk about because <laughs> I think a lot of people also think that it's a weird trick. That, like, they got the email wrong or something, that they're like, why did I watch this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I watched 45 minutes of a show I don't watch. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. So we watched episode, um, do you know what episode it is, um, Biro? Because I don't have my internet turned on on my phone. Yes. Well, a Fistful of Data, season six, episode eight. Mm-hmm. And we say, after a computer malfunction, Worf, his son Alexander Roshenko, and counselor Deanna Troy are trapped in an Old West holodeck program. Wherein the interactive characters physically resemble and have the same enhanced abilities. All right. So um, pulled some clips for this episode. What you, you said which one it is? Did you read the net- Netflix synops? Yeah. You do. What do you think of this one? I mean, two. <laughs> Sorry. Is that okay? He's got a knife. <laughs> I, I know. 
Sorry. <laughs> but we're quarantined, so it's okay. This is, ju- this is just me. This is just the me you have to deal with. Yeah, you're only threatening yourself and your <laughs> wife behind you. Yeah. Your supporting wife. Look at her. Yeah. She's got such a big head. <laughs> you know, it's the scale. So, <laughs> what do you... <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> what do I... You were saying... Your head is so much bigger than mine. Oh my is God, Alex. To call you the, <laughs> we're, doing do, a, do, we're doing a podcast. You, you do. Well, but I know, but if I wanted to be like a pet name for you or or like a love loving name. Oh. You do? Uh, doye. 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 Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she likes you. Yeah, it's fine. I like you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's fine. It's I apologize. I that is your nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's who you are now. Uh, so you're asked. You're asking if he thought it was better than I already asked him that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to, like, Just from an the... episode that you didn't enjoy that much to an episode that's also about data multiplied, which is so weird, uh, I th- four seasons later. I think I like this I episode know. more just because I had so, I watched Community so recently and it draws so much from Star Trek. So I'm just, like, pointing out, I'm just, like, looking at stuff that, like, Easter eggs. The, yeah. It's like little stuff that was I mean, pulled from the show. Works for me. Yeah. That's good that I know that now about uh community cuz I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you should. That's good. The the paintball episodes specifically are like are a lot like this one. Oh man, I'm going to rewatch. So, this is based on uh spaghetti westerns and this episode was mm-hmm. actually directed by Patrick Stewart. That's so funny cuz he says he's not an actor and uh, yeah, I, know. I was about to say, like, why? Why? That's in the cold open. So let's do that clip for the cold open because it's funny. It's just a bit where Picard keeps getting interrupted. And um, strangely, we're seeing the ship, everybody have downtime for the first time, which is really weird. Like the first time everyone's on vacation on the ship, on a staycation. <clears throat> Captain's log, stardate 46271.5. The Enterprise has entered orbit of Deinonychus 7, but our scheduled rendezvous with the supply ship Biko has been delayed for another 48 hours. In the meantime, many members of the Bico. crew are taking advantage Bico. of the delay to pursue their own projects, myself included. Stop playback. Change the clarinet to an oboe. Continue recording. No. Yeah. Computer, pause playback. Come. Yes, gentlemen. Captain, we'd like your permission to take the engineering computer offline for a couple of hours. We're working on a new interface that would allow data to act as an emergency backup in the event of a ship-wide system's failure. In theory, my neural network should be able to sustain key systems until primary control is restored. Hmm. 
It sounds like an intriguing experiment. I'll be interested to see the results. Permission granted. I like the it's sunflowers. Weapons control, sensor. Yes, I get the idea, Mr. Forge. Thank you. Please proceed. I think they're from his vineyard. Computer. Begin playback from the first measure. He's doing like flute karaoke. Computer pause recording. Come. It's a very hard, high f- form John, of art. I need to talk to you about something for breakfast. Breakfast. The play. Ah yes. Well, it's uh, it's a very intriguing drama, but I really don't have the time it would take to learn a part. And uh, anyway, I'm not much of an actor. That's no problem. Oh. Well, you wouldn't be playing one of the leads. Oh. It's a very small part, only two lines. Really? It's the role of the butler. Well, I'll think about it and let you know. Okay, so... It would be wonderful, Sean. I have so many questions about... So the next interruption he gets is Worf right after that. And it's so quick after... Um, the doctor comes out that it's like, why didn't he just pull, why didn't he just like put his hand in the door? <laughs> like, oh, hey, doctor, like just he just she left and he immediately hit the, <laughs> hit the thing. Like there's a line outside his door. And people. for real. And everybody is just incredibly rude. <laughs> um, so he's getting interrupted constantly is the is the gag and he's getting really annoyed. Um, but Worf wants to do a shipwide security drill and Picard's like, maybe don't do work right now because we're relaxing time. So I'm relaxing. I'm relaxing. And then he has to go and tell his son he can, he can play with him because he couldn't do the (laughs) arbitrary bullshit. (laughs) Which is like, it's like the most deadbeat. Thing that yeah. has ever happened. It's like, how are you trying to run away from your kids and your responsibilities? They know where you live. You're on the it's, same ship in space. I know. He's like, Alexander's constantly waiting with a fishing rod and, and a bucket of bait on the steps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you meet Alexander and you're like, oh, that's why, because he's the most annoying child in the world. Yeah. Um, if my kid called me father, I would I would probably try to father? leave too. <laughs> It's insane. I'm probably really trying to get some assignments or something. Don't call me that. Uh, um, so, I I have one problem with this scene. First of all, notwithstanding the part where he says I'm not much of an actor and then gets disappointed that he doesn't get a big role, um, but he is playing supposedly a flute. Clearly, a recorder sound is coming out. He's just playing a recorder, uh, and then he pauses. Says switch it to well, oboe. It is a recorder. It is. It's a recorder, but is it supposed to be playing flute sounds? No, it's a. It's a flute is to the side. This is. A I know, recorder. like what the, I know what, what the thing. Is. I know what the like thing is, but like, is he supposed to be playing like flute noises? Either way, either way, he says switch it to oboe, and then <laughs> it goes back to playing the same fucking sound. It does. Yeah, he says play. Yeah. He says switch. He says switch to oboe, and then it goes to the same recorder. No, no, noise. he's saying the. No, he's saying that the oboe is in in the song, like the one that's that's play, playing the playback. He wants there to be not a clarinet, but he wants there to be an oboe. So it's just kind of like basically showing off what the computer can do. 
for the viewer. Like, look, we can switch up this karaoke version of a of a sonnet or whatever. Or a, I don't buy I don't it. What it's I don't. I don't buy it. I think okay. you, no. <laughs> I think the computer's broken. Reject no. it. Well, <laughs> this. <laughs> I reject your premise. <laughs> the computer is broken. Well, the computer is broken, so you've got a point. Um, so the next point. clip is. Uh, let's see. I want to make sure that I'm on track. I didn't because- notice it, and I couldn't hear it. Uh, but I agree with the Yadosh. Um, I agree. What can I say? So, okay. So the next clip, like I'm, I'm fast forwarding a bit, but, um, so they go on to the holodeck, which is where Alexander has programmed the wet, the Western that he wants his dad to play with him. And, um, Worf is asking about where he got the program. Like, why would Worf like, it's so weird that they show on television that this guy's like, okay, I guess I'm going to play with my child. Because Worf's not, like, he's sort of not used to being a dad. That's his whole, that's Worf's entire character game for this, for this basically the whole series is that he's, like, uncomfortable with emotion. I find it crazy. Yeah. Who is he? Are are Klingons good at being dads? Is that like a typical Klingon trait? I guess like the whole thing about being a Klingon dad is that your sons are everybody. I mean, everybody just wants to fight all the time. And Alexander just wants to be a kid because he's only part Klingon. But Worf's only part Klingon, I think. No, Worf's full Klingon. But he was raised by humans. So... Okay. Worf's Worf's like constantly caught in like a he's between two different worlds. Like he's always trying to be super Klingon-y, but he has human tendencies that he's he battles with. And Alexander's just a straight up human kid in a Klingon body. Right. Okay. Cause he just is like, I want to be a kid. Yeah, and Worf's annoyed by him because he he feels like his kid should want to like beat beat people up all the time. Right. Also, because he he said he made it with someone. This person came back years later. Like, here's this kid. The kid is annoying, and then she dies. So Worf stays with him, and then it's like a it's a problem. Okay. Wait, who did he make? Who did he make a kid with? Who like a a woman? (laughs) His picks like uh, a woman. A hum a human woman. No, she, she was half Klingon. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Half who's... human. Okay. All right. I guess that's still, I still got the same question. Who is out here fucking Klingons that is human? Is that yeah, not weird um, for them? A lot of people. Lots of people do. I don't know how they reconfigure the bones when a baby's made. I don't know. I don't Are know there... about that stuff. Are their bones different? I don't know I anything about different. everything. What do they have? Like circular bones? Like they're like rings? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. You know, interspecies romance is a big deal. I mean, on this show, there's there's they're constantly making interspecies children. Like Deanna Troy is half betazoid, half human. And a betazoid. Because yeah, her, I, I don't know how it works. They they don't really <laughs> I don't really explain it. I think the mortality rate of babies should be high. Really, it should high. be super high. <laughs> it's like 
does not match genetically, just I, poorly yeah. configured. But I think that historically it has been established that it does work and it's not like biped humanoids having sex with other biped humanoids doesn't lead to any problems. So there's precedent for it not to be an issue. So, like, it, so it's the number of the legs. It's- yeah. Basically, they explain in one episode that all this different biped humanoid species kind of originate from these five original like bipeds that. I don't, I'm losing the thread, but, um, there's, they're, they're, they're all like from the same species originally. This reminds okay. me so, of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sci-fi book behind it. <clears throat> okay. The 12 tribes. Okay. I guess I can buy that. That vaguely makes sense. So that means there is, yeah, so they just, in this world, there is an Adam and an Eve and a Steve and two yeah. other people. And a Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Two other people. <laughs> and Adam, there's Adam, Eve, Steve, Harvey, and the kings of comedy. <laughs> yeah, they, the they, they rule everything. And there's a Monique. So, there's a Monique um, and a Cedric the Entertainer. Such a better episode. So this is lit. <laughs> uh, so okay, we can cut to that clip now. So this is worth like questioning Alexander about who wrote the program, and I just think it's funny. I know. I thought it was funny too. Because <laughs> it's per. Because it's Barkley being a perv, and he doesn't even get to be in the episode. He just gets He's just accused. Gets thrown just under the bus. <laughs> Defaming his character. Subtly accused of being a (laughs) dirtbag. He's not even there to represent himself. (laughs) All right, you can play that clip, Brett. Computer, play next clip. You wrote this holodeck program yourself. Well, Mr. Barkley helped a little. I must have a little talk with Mr. Barkley. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> All right. Um. Ouch. I love so, that. This is sort of a reference to another episode as well. Like for fans, will know the episode in which Barkley weirdly makes a holodeck program in which like. Counselor Troy, he replicates Counselor Troy as like a maiden that he is carrying on a relationship with. And everybody's like, everybody like basically walks in on him in the holodeck, like romancing the ladies from the show. And they're like, what are you doing? And it's so fucked up like that this happens. And they never talk about it again because like Barkley's like, reformed but it's like super super the kind of thing that you would be like transferred immediately <laughs> to another show oh oh no but if you like, so like suddenly <laughs> enter the holodeck and there's me rescuing you just yeah like, and i'm like wearing a bikini and i'm like <sighs> you oh. wouldn't just not be on this show anymore <laughs> oh no why is a show like this 
<laughs> because it was written in the 80s by men. And because people are like this. Like, oh, let's face it. Point. You think like 400 years in the future, they're not going to be creeps? I mean, come on. It's true. Of course, there are creeps. But, I am know, one. When you like, seems like when people write shows, they try to like at least somewhat show the best parts what of themselves. What do you have in your pouch? Space cells. What is that? What's in your little pouch? What is in your little pouch down there? A little gummy bear. What's in your pouch? A little gummy bears. Yeah. Oh, he's got a little gummy bear for himself. Whoa. Isn't it's that cute. nice? He's got his little gummies with him. You're holding oh, the gummy bears. Oh, husband. don't cut his head off. Oh, no. What a psychotic way to eat gummy bears. <laughs> just spear them the with a knife. Just cut the heads off. <laughs> <laughs> You're like skinning the sw Swedish fish. <laughs> you got to clean it you, first. You play a Swedish fish? Quarantine day 40. <laughs> I just put my gummy bears on one of those medieval tables where you just stretch people. <laughs> Make a tiny medieval gummy bear, like uh, <laughs> Spanish Inquisition. Like a little tiny Iron Maiden. Oh, I would be upset about that. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Let's see. Okay. So this, yeah. So basically Worf is going to go play and he is starting to get the hang of it because he... Um, I love the rules like, when he get, first gets in and he's like, what's our thing here? That's how I feel every time I start a video game. I'm like, yeah, what's our thing? I'm about to get killed or should I just like explore? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't know. I feel like I wouldn't know what to do in a holodeck. Like mm -hmm. I would I, I would just like try to live my life normally, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Reproduce like my would... apartment in the exact conditions it currently is right now. Yeah. Wow. I would just Jesus, like that'd be freaky. I would yeah. just like go get a hotel room or something. Absolutely. And just like just yeah. pay for it with digital money and be like, this doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Like in Westworld, and when, just stay there. Like mm -hmm. in Westworld, when everybody's like constantly killing and maiming and like. They're like fucking prostitutes and then they're shooting them afterwards. I, I would be like, I would not do that. Like, I would yeah. just be like, <laughs> I would just be like, ooh, I want to see what the restaurant's like. Yeah, right. I want to like find the, the little details where they didn't like, they didn't think yeah. anybody was going to look. Yes, absolutely. Like, I want to I like, find like, a menu. <laughs> I want to like look at a yeah, menu like at a, a restaurant and find out it's just the logo. There's no food on it. I would go, I'd order an espresso everywhere I could to see if they would finally make it for me. And then I'd be like, huh. <laughs> Bye. I would just like, I would just order stuff that's like, uh, I would order stuff that like nobody ever orders in real life just to see if they actually ma made the flavor for it. Like if they actually like, would get like a weird. Well, or, well he, well, actually Worf does try to order Klingon blood wine. And then the lady's like, we don't have European things. What? <laughs> so it's accurate. <laughs> um, so the next clip, we have to move on because Brett said we're, we only have 30 minutes left. You know what and I also like? Okay. That, the, the, <laughs> that they call it the ancient West. The ancient West. I yeah. know, instead of the Wild West. It's a nice detail. Or the Old West is already a thing. Yeah. When did, when did, it, go from, when did it go from old to ancient? 
I guess 400 years later. Um, I want to, so basically what happens in this episode, since we're moving, since we need to move a little faster is that data's doing this interface with the computer, which is in the next clip and his, uh, brain starts taking over all the non-essential systems in the show. So we already know it's going to be really low stakes, but, um, it also, to me, this is the best part of this episode is that we eventually discover that um, decks four through nine are serving nothing but cat food. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, it's not affecting any of the essential systems. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, so everything smells if you, disgusting. If you're on deck four through nine, you cannot eat anything but cat food. That's pretty essential. <laughs> four through nine, you're gagging your way through the decks. <laughs> you're just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you also have to ask like what you, what did you do to get yourself put in the cat food deck <laughs> like why did, how bad was i at, at my job why like that's uh, not essential it's like how, excuse me uh it's pretty fucking essential yeah. okay how am i how am i smart enough to get into space but not smart enough to do anything once I'm there, but make cat food. How am I smart enough to get into space, but I guess I'm not good enough to be on one of the non-cat food decks. <laughs> so, okay, the next clip, I think, is where Data's getting interfaced. It's like the your 1402 clip. It's about yeah. what did I do? What happened to me? <laughs> yeah. <I've... laughs> oh, no, this, this is where Commander, this is actually the clip is where Commander Troy shows up. I love Troy in this. Man's got to make a living. I suggest you find a new line of work. I asked Counselor Troy to join us. She well, loves when it starts getting hot between. You regret this, stranger. Look at this part. Okay, so I did see a racial angle here on because it's like if you're white in the West and you get called out by law enforcement, not only do you get to hold a gun, you get to keep it and then spin it several a times for times. no reason before you put it into your holster. <laughs> like, how many Why? times can I spin my gun before, before a cop's like, Hey, stop that, bro. <laughs> so insane. <laughs> it's kid. like, bro, chill. Keep the gun, but stop spinning it, please. <laughs> he spins it so many arbitrary times. <laughs> It's like a nervous tick. Yeah. If I was there, I would have hid under the table in the midst of that. I would have been like, no. Yeah, it's like, no. No, anybody who's so bold that they have to flip this fucking gun four times is not a Doesn't person I want to be around. Yeah, I have exactly. an, another factoid from the wiki of this episode is that when Commander Troy makes it onto the ship, makes it into the holodeck like she had a point when she was smoking and she's was she was gonna blow smoke rings and that was like gonna be a thing that she did and and michael dorn who plays Worf, apparently he said stop it nobody should be funnier than me this is my show <laughs> what is it supposed to be a comedy I don't know. They always think it's a comedy. They like the actors. I think always think it's like a comedy because they've been there for six seasons. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's definitely Let shot like it's supposed to be funny. Like, well, like they have the the western twang sounds are like 
come like funny times. Fun, comical. They're not like. I mean, they absolutely hit comedy beats. Like when when Data walks out after uh, after doing the Southern drawl a couple times, and then you see his like weird cowboy walk out the door. That's a yeah. joke. Yeah, like a a little yeah. gesture. That's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not just a lot like of it is. That's not dramatic tension. That's a joke. Uh, so it's happening um, all over the ship, and eventually it happens inside the holodeck that Data's brain is taking over. Um, and the first thing we see, well, not the first thing we see, we see him like flip a tricorder <laughs> after he <laughs> gets done interfacing. But then also um, his poetry starts taking over Beverly Crusher's rehearsals. I pulled that clip because I thought Veronica would like it. I it's really the, like it. Oh, yeah. It's and the 2050. So a few episodes ago, Data wrote a poem for his cat. And it's, it finds its way to rehearsal, to theater rehearsal. Also, you know, you know what I liked? Yeah. The um, you're not just another electronic system. And then it says, oh, thank I know. you, that Jordy. Was, that was very nice. It was really yeah. sweet. Also, I like that this scene opens with Beverly being super frustrated already. Like she's yeah, head yeah. and hands. <laughs> she's like she looks like a UCB 201 teacher. It's just like, oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> like why am I not married or successful? <laughs> okay, let's start class. Felix Cannes, is your taxonomic nomenclature an endothermic quadruped? Carnivorous by nature? Hold it. Will, what are you reading? The lines, why? That's not the right dialogue. He's so sassy. The lines, the bitch. Olfactory and auditory senses contribute to I recognize that this is Data's poetry. He's somehow mad at her about it. The play is gone. Why did he not recognize it until she poetry. read it? I know it's crazy. I know why. <laughs> why everyone does she recognizes this? it? Why does she hire him to be the actor if he doesn't even know the very first line isn't the lines? <laughs> right. He's like, okay, like, great. So this seems right. Yeah, you haven't looked over it at all before rehearsal. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not asking that you be off book, but just you should know <laughs> you should know the what material. words are what words are not even know the material, know what words are not the material. <laughs> um like for sure. Like for yeah. sure this is not This that. is this is definitely not uh Death of a Salesman. What do you let me see the Vogue? Wait, it's getting it's getting phased in and out. There's an energy energy fluctuation. I, I am here to ha- to deliver a message. Who Looks like that? a hologram. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I buy magazines and look for images that I would like to use in collages. Cute. It's mindless. How do you, How do you pronounce- buy magazines? Oh, we had different questions. When I go to the supermarket. How do you pronounce magazines? I say magazines. Magazines? I say magazines. Me too. Oh, you say magazines. Okay, magazines. interesting. Yeah. Magazines. Like a sign. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, okay, so the next clip is my favorite clip. Mm-hmm. Let's skip the wharf weight one and just go to clip 30 because that's where they discover cat food is 
um, being served, but also they're discovering what the fuck is going on with data. And, uh, and I guess I'm going through puberty. Finally. Thank God. We think our interface experiment may have caused one of the computer's core subroutines to be altered. When the interface malfunction occurred, subroutine C-47 was replaced by elements from my personal programming. What does C-47 control? Library computer access, replicator selection, recreational programming, no critical systems. That would explain why your music composition program began playing the Slavonic dances. I've been analyzing the collected works of Anton de Borjak. It's the same with Dr. Crusher's play and with the food replicators. The replicators on decks four through nine are producing nothing but cat food. <laughs> cat food. <laughs> I've been formulating nutritional supplements oh, for oh, spots. Oh, 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 oh. That, that's oh, me when I give my cats food. We are currently attempting to isolate the corrupted circuit Every pathways. morning I'm like, what? I reckon the process okay. should take less than two hours. What did you say? I said the process should take less than two hours. Two no, hours is too long, I reckon. According to my memory logs, I did not use those words. Y'all must be mistaken. There, Data, you did it again. Did what? Uh, Mr. LaForge, perhaps you should take Mr. Data to engineering, see if you can find the problem. Aye, sir. That's what they so, say to anyone with a southern accent like that. In New York, they're like, wait. <laughs> New York Yo, City. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> take, take them away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after this quarantine shit. If anybody from Georgia comes up like, I'm just here in Times Square. Get the fuck out of here. I'm from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> but you speak like like Brooklyn, no? Huh? No. You have to cover it up. I, that's what I found. Because when I moved to New York, everyone sounded the same, and I was really paying attention to sounds because I have an accent and I was learning English, and I realized everyone just dismissed their like local uh, local accent or dialect, and was trying to speak like standard american while they were in new york oh yeah. yeah i mean i guess everybody in new york has an accent though what do you mean everybody has like everybody has uh a new york accent but like some people have the new york accent layered on top of their other accent like there's yeah. a lot of like dudes who uh-huh. work in bodegas and shit like that who like clearly from like uh like the middle east somewhere but they have yeah. like new york mannerisms new york. on top of right like clearly they learn English. Yeah. yeah. Filtered through. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me sometimes. There are certain words I learn in English that sound like Brooklyn. So Yeah, I have that too, even though I didn't learn English in New York. See, that's what yeah. I was saying. But like people from the South who moved to New York eventually sound don't sound like the South. I don't know what they yeah. sound like, but there's something that consciously happens. I think most yeah. people do it on purpose. I think the the southern accent is just too accommodating. It's like southern people, you know. It's like it's got it's like too polite. So mm-hmm. if another if another accent comes in, it just rolls over. It's like you can you know what you can have it. Go on, go on, go on, take it. I don't need this body. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my pleasure. My ple- be my place. be my guest. <laughs> For, stay literally. stay as long as you want. You know. You, you know what? This is your home too, so 
There you go. All you know, right. I'm just I'm a little take a back seat here. <laughs> I'm just a little country girl. I don't know my way around the big city, so you know. <laughs> Is this how you sounded before you got to New York? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you always referred to yourself as a little country girl. A little, a little country girl. Yeah, that's me. No, I never had an accent in the first place when I was in Minnesota. Really? You you kind of do when you say Minnesota, it comes out. Yeah. No. When you when say you that say, word. When you say Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Can I say it again? Minnesota. Minnesota. That's how you say Minnesota it is not the mm-hmm. pronunciation, the Minnesotan pronunciation of Minnesota. The Minnesotan pronunciation is Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Everybody I know from home talks like this. I won't. They talk like this. They have talk the flat like E's. But I never talk like that. Talk like I never, that. I never did. I always, I like learned to speak from Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. It would be a great social experiment for me to go there and try to do that accent. You could do it. The entire time. In a day. It's so, it's everybody, everybody speaks like that. Um, so basically nothing happens after the, like, they just live out the Western. Yeah. Um, And then, and then they like, literally the one thing in this episode that's kind of strange and should set some precedent is that like Worf and Data on, on board the Enterprise, I, I think have constantly been like, they're, they're, they're both like their skills are kind of matched in terms of security. Like Worf is the head of security. So he's always like in the front lines when there's like a security threat, but it often happens that data is there too. And data is the one to uh, like neutralize a threat because he's stronger than everybody else on board the ship. Like, Mm -hmm. so in this episode, finally there's like a data Worf matchup where mm-hmm. Worf actually does win against Data because he's a quicker shot, which makes no sense, but it does happen. So it's yeah. sort of like to establish that like, no, actually Worf is like great at his job. Right. Okay. Wait, so so Data is like what like so I don't Data's even know like what an question Android. I, he's like he's like faster an Android. than yeah, he's he has superhuman abilities. Like he, when he's shuffling cards in that scene, and Deanna no, notices it, she's like, "Oh fuck!" So it's not just like Data's appearance; it's like Data abilities. Meaning, right. you can move at three times the speed of a human. You're stronger than humans. Like he's like Iron Man. He can like lift people up and you see. Know, he now, doesn't... now it bothers me that he's not like strong looking. I like that about him. Oh, really? Not even that he doesn't look strong, but he doesn't even look fit. You know, like what I'm you saying? think he should be like Terminator. Not even like Terminator. I feel like just like a regular lean, lean. No, I mu- like that muscle. about him. That's what that's what attracts me to Data so much is that he's like t- dad bod, normal looking. We don't need Thor. And then he just can like do all these things because he's super like normally he's very uh, chill about it. He just will be like, oh, did this person? is this person causing a problem? And then he just like lifts people up by the scruff of their neck. And he's like, here you go. Like not at all menacing. He's just like, yeah, that, for me, for me, I mean, I, I'm fine. I'm not even, say, I, I'm not even saying he has to be menacing. I just feel like, you know, you know, like the type of dude where they always wear like 
they always wear like loose t-shirts because they have too much muscle and they don't want to like draw attention to how much muscle they have. Yeah. I feel like he should be that type of dude. Well, like the type can't. of dude where if you look That's closely, surprising. you realize, like if you walk, if you look closely, you realize they kind of walk like this, but like you have to be looking for it. Right. They have like their arms. They can't. Like they can't really. Close to their chest. Like if you asked them to, they couldn't ah. touch, they couldn't touch their shoulders, but like, but like you would never ask because they're so unassuming. You know what I mean? I do. <laughs> you know, like he always wears sweaters and shit. <laughs> a turtleneck. Like, I get surprised like if you were ever yeah. to undress them. Yeah, yeah but the thing exactly. would be like, wow. You'd be like, whoa! I way better than what I thought I was getting. Jay doesn't. You know? First of all, an officer of the ship, he can't just wear a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> he could wear a, a space hoodie. <laughs> they do it in Star Wars they, all the time. They can't just wear whatever no. they want. It's like a military vessel. They have to wear uniforms. Jet, I'm just saying, Jedi wear hoodies. I feel like you could do it. I on know, but this isn't Star Wars. This is a problem. I know it's. I know it's not. But they're both in space. It's the same rules. Uh, they're both in true. space. So true. True, but it's a different. That's a different argument. It's a different this universe. Is, I just, I just feel like, I just feel like if he wanted to wear, not even a, it doesn't have to be a hoodie. He could wear a turtleneck. Also, just so the people fact don't that he's see wearing the, a hoodie wouldn't change his physique. I, I'm just saying, like a loose, like something loose, where you he could hide his musculature. You know, <laughs> this is so homoerotic. I know. I really like it. Me I, I want to keep hearing about what you want to see I and just, not see. I just want to see in bodies. I want to see, and I just want to see an android that I would fuck. Yes. Okay. I agree. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Maybe you could talk to Lieutenant Barkley. That's <laughs> no. Barkley's like, uh, run program. <laughs> uh, I got you a few. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I think I might have something you like. <laughs> I love that Barkley is not here and suddenly like the holodeck programmer. Yeah. 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 He's a bit <laughs> of an expert. And I like that little tiny Alexander knew exactly who to ask. Right. Hey, you're not busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which so... deck you work on? Four through nine? <laughs> I can trade you some real food for if you <laughs> help me with this program. So there's a clean. T- Eastwood movie called A Fistful of Dollars and this is what this is honoring by the way this episode they were originally going to call it um, The Good, The Bad and The Klingon which immediately made me disrespect the premise because I was like oh Fistful of Data seems like a really cool idea like whoa they must have based it on some sort of but then they were like oh we also might have called it you know uh Man of man of the man of the people, Western time or whatever. I'm like, oh well, whatever. They didn't care. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is just like a really stupid throwaway episode. Nobody's in danger really, except Worf, kind of, and then yeah, Alexander. I, well, and my favorite part about this episode is that like the entire f- third and fourth acts, Alexander isn't even in them. <laughs> He just gets kidnapped yeah. and is gone. Where did he go? <laughs> For so long. They never he had to go to school. Realistically, he had to yeah. actually, you know, do his life. Yeah, in reality, it's a kid, so they can't really use him for very 
much of a shout. So also, they also yeah. they never establish like is it a is it a, a thing where you if you die in the game you die in real life, right? Because like, they don't kill anybody. Well, because well, Worf or, gets Worf gets shot, and yeah. then uh, what's her name is like trying to wrap it up. He's like, oh my god, you're shot! Like, but he's not in pain. And the look he gives her is kind of like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's just him being Klingon. Klingons, like, don't show their, their warriors. So, like, everything is, like, they love getting shot. It's, like, they're, they're actually, he's probably, like, hard. Um, and when the, I think that they're trying to establish that, like, he could actually die. Because the Klingons, the, the holodeck safety protocols are off. Okay. Like, in Westworld. When the when the hosts suddenly can shoot people, okay, okay. So, is anybody else watching Westworld? Just me? No, I'm just not. you. Nobody else in the world. Just after season one, I was like, satisfied. yeah. Season one got bad. It was really bad. I watched season two. I made Garrett watch season two because I wanted to watch season three because Aaron Paul is in it, and I have a crush on Aaron Paul, but only his voice. Because I have a crush on the asexual character Todd from Bojack Horseman. <laughs> 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 and I need to get better help. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so I made him watch season two because I was like, I've seen it. And then I realized I hadn't seen it. So I also had to watch all of season two. It's bad. Season two is bad too? It's better. I liked it better than season one. I liked most of season two better than season one, but, um, and season three is interesting. Okay. So not good. It's It's just so high budget that if you want to watch, I feel like it's the kind of thing that if you want to watch something that's stupid, high budget and full of action sequences and like spy shit that doesn't really make any sense, which sometimes I really do want to watch. It's perfect. Okay. And like badass ladies. Kicking ass. Okay, I've been watching uh, all the James Bond movies, which is the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the new James Bond movie. Yeah? Apparently it's been like a huge problem to get it out. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, didn't they they push it back to like October? Yeah. October's going to be so lit. Did you see in the Memory Alpha, the, the page for this episode? There's Patrick Stewart directing yes, Zeta's double. Yes, but, I did. I saw that picture. He um, looks so cool so, in his jeans with his water bottle. I can flash the, it on the screen really quickly, yes, but we, we could also post it on Instagram. And Zeta's um, double looks exactly like Data. It's perfect. Here it is. Hmm. Oh, God. My, I'm going to turn my, oh, bit, no. my background oh, no. off because it's ruining <laughs> everything. <laughs> All right. Look at how cool Is Patrick that... Stewart looks. Okay, you know what? From from my perspective, through my camera, that looks like Michael Jordan and Bobby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a black filter on? Huh? No. Oh, I would. I have to have a black filter on. Isn't I'm sorry. Bobby Lee? Bobby Lee from Mad TV? Is he black? No. <laughs> God damn it. My joke doesn't work. So what are you saying? 
<laughs> no, that's uh like it'd be cool if you had a zoom filter that made everybody black. Oh, oh no, no, in Bobby. Pictures. No, Bobby Lee is very <laughs> like, Asian. <laughs> it just translates it into the version of that person <laughs> that the computer decides. No, Bobby Lee is super Asian. He lives in your city. This doesn't look exact. He lives in New York City. He li- I said he lives in your city. He lives in New York City. He said he lives in your city. Oh. Your I heard New York City, but you said city. your city. Yeah. He, did you say New York City? <laughs> no. No, you're hearing what you want to hear. I certainly am. Um, this doesn't look exactly like data. It just looks like... Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee. Yeah. Does right. he have a does he have a mustache in that picture? It does. Okay. But yeah. the I think the the double he's playing one is a, is a mustache guy. This episode won an Emmy. Guess in what category? What? <laughs> um, I'm gonna guess effects. Uh, Art director. Director. No. Uh, the score. Near, you're close. You're hot, warmer. Is it audio engineering? Warmer. Ooh. um, Sound sound mixing. Yes! Sound mixing. Sound mixing. What? Sound mixing. Wow. After they fucked up the clarinet oboe thing? They didn't fuck it up. You have to rewatch that scene. It's not a fuck up. They fucked it up. No, they (laughs) They didn't. It's the clarinet in the recording, not him. No. They fucked it up. No. No. I need to see it again. I have well, feeling that they fucked it up. They said they didn't fuck it up. Why here, it won an Emmy? It Why says, would I lie about that? Because you like to lie to me. <laughs> what? I don't know. It I mean, says yes, here that fun, to lie to me. <laughs> production barely had time to design this episode. They didn't what? have time. And they won an Emmy. Oh my god! They must be so annoyed. <laughs> A sound I mean, mixing edit, edit, Emmy is a different thing. When you get a sound mixing Emmy, Emmy are you always taken by surprise? What? <laughs> it's like, okay. I didn't know I was nominated. Did they even That's air? Did they even air that Emmy? Wait, that means, I don't think, <laughs> I think that means that, that <laughs> did the whole cast go to the Emmys? I guess they went every year. Aren't those like those. the technical categories? Sometimes they don't. That would be. I want to see the pictures of the cast of Star Trek on the red carpet at the Emmys. You know, when you get casted in in a show like that, that you're not going to go get any Golden Globes or Emmys for any of those performances. I don't know if that's true. One minute left. Okay. One minute left. Uh, uh, Anybody have anything to plug? Uh, You can Uh, find me on social media. Uh, Oh my God. Uh, I'm uh, I'm on stuff. I'm Instagram at Professor Doye. I changed my Twitter handle to uh, Yedoye OT. It's Y-E-D-O-Y-E capital O, capital T. Yeah. For my middle and last name, Ovigo Travis. And, um, I don't have any. I don't have any cool stuff to plug. I used to be a. I used to host Dark Tank podcast. I do a lot of anime stuff. I have an anime podcast coming out with Crunchyroll. Your Twitter is really funny. Soon. Thank you. Your Twitter is hilarious. And also, are you on Twitch? 
Um, I am on Twitch, but I don't really go on there much. I just play Tekken. Do you, do you remember when we were talking about getting on Twitch? You were already on Twitch at that point, right? Uh, I got on Twitch immediately after we had that conversation. That's. I feel like that's amazing because I didn't. <laughs> oh. But I'm going to. Well, if you do, we can do our show on Twitch. I know. That's why Ify, Ify Nwadawe is going to be on our show, um, and the one we do on Twitch, because I, I think I have to after he helps me with everything. Ify, but also, he should be... I thought it says it was Nad Naduin. But I'm huh? from Ify's last name. I oh, Nwadawe. Nwadawe. You, you don't even really say the N. You don't say the N. So you don't say... Why do I say it like you, if you were speaking Spanish? Okay, got it. Uh, no. <laughs> Great. No, then yeah. So, um, <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> Since okay, you watch well. shows that are like heavily influenced by Star Trek or reference Star Trek, do you think you will watch more episodes or at least the top 10, the least mm -hmm. racially tense, weird least ones? Least racial. I don't, I don't think the show is racist, by the way. I don't, I, I don't. Can we make so. a list racial episodes? <laughs> I understand. Make a list of. <laughs> um, but I understand how it would be like. like a, I like don't want to see a list. show about that, like that maps certain tensions yeah. that I don't want to deal with in a sci-fi show. I get True. it. True. Frankly. Um, um. I mean. I don't know. Well, my problem with that episode was just that they like gave data this like this weird background that is very much the background of a black dude so i don't think mm -hmm. it's racist so it just felt like it was like like jordy's right there Mapping give him that something. story yeah totally weird. yeah you know i would say you should watch um you should watch the episode with hugh i i borg that's my like one of my top five favorite episodes it's yeah. about mm -hmm. and it has the borg in it so you might you'll get an episode which is references the Borg because that's probably going to show up in a lot of community stuff. And then also it's a very Geordie heavy episode. Okay. I'll it's check really it out. Good. It's yeah, it's a really good one. Yeah. I think, uh, I think now that I have the time, I'm going to go back and watch. Yeah. That's I right. Got, I got so that's much time. Right. We're going to stay on you about it. That face made me not want to do it anymore. But. Oh no. <laughs> Oops. All right. Idoye, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. That was really fun. <laughs> um, you are my favorite friend, and Veronica is a close second. Um, <laughs> sorry, Veronica. Veronica always does these stories on this show about how she's like, so I was hanging out with my closest friends the other day. <laughs> There's 17 of them, and I'm always not in it, and I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> cool. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. It's so funny you feel like that, because I always feel like... None of my friends think I'm their first. I think all of them are. And they, I don't know. Except me. Oh, um, yeah. I kind of feel that. Uh, Alice, do you remember that you bought me this hat? Oh, my God. In, in Vermont? Yeah. <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah. I, uh, I, bought, I think it was Urban Outfitters. Uh, I think it was like one of their weird local stores. Local stores, yeah. yeah. I bought some weird leggings that had unicorns on them. Yeah, I still have those leggings. You still wear them? Well, that was that was yeah. when we became friends. I that purchased was... my way to your heart. Yep, that was it. And we did karaoke. It was amazing. I think that's a fair way to win someone's heart. 
I mean, it worked. It would work, work again. It would work again. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> Buy more hats. Buy uh-huh, more hats. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Give my address. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was very fun. For the it was so good. Very fun. You should just you have me on. Guest. You should just have me on uh, enough times that I just have to watch the whole show. That wouldn't work because we've already watched up until season six. I'll just redo those. There's like a season left. I'll redo those episodes. Okay. All right. Stay tuned for the show in which we were g- are going to re-record everything with just Yadoye. <laughs> Honestly, right. I feel like our fans would like that. Frankly, yes. I think they I would, would like that. All right. Honestly, you know what? We're, I would we're like in it talks. Too. Let's go. We're in Let's talks. do it. Let's All right. Everybody's it. agreeing except me. <laughs> okay. <And Brett. laughs> All right, Red's guys. Red's shaking his head. He's nodding. We'll see you next week. Bye, okay, everybody. Bye. bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Pew, pew, pew.